Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. On the show, it's a Love Lessons episode with spiritual healer Gaia Chania, known as Soul 33. If you're new to the Self Love Club, welcome. We love having you here. Love Lessons is a long running feature. It's very popular. People love having this on. So this year, good news, we have new episodes every few months for you. This episode is part one of my latest conversation with Gaia and we find out what's happening energetically over the next few months and what has been coming up for a lot of us and plenty of guidance along the way and things for us to be focusing on. Before we get into it, please make sure that you're subscribed to the Self Love Club. Select subscribe or follow on your podcast app now and make sure you follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Gaia, welcome back to the Self Love Club. So lovely to see you today. So great to see you too. It's been a while. Now we do have you back on quarterly this year, which we're so excited for. Um, When I mentioned that, People were like, yes, because they love love lessons. So we'll get straight into it. You have been traveling a bit. You've been away. So what have you been up to? Life has been this great adventure for me for the last couple of months. So as you know, and as I've told all the listeners, I actually hadn't seen my parents in like three and a half years, almost four years. And so I made a trip because my mother-in-law passed away in December and so there was even more urgency when you're kind of faced with mortality gosh I've really got to go so I went and it was a really interesting time for me Val because you know I'm 40 and we're all children of somebody but when you are haven't been around your parents for a while it's amazing how you revert to being a child again and I just literally felt like I was following my mum everywhere everything was done for me my washing my sheets were changed my snacks were made but the thing the lesson that I learned from that whole situation was I really leaned into being a child and I think we all resist that because we're grown-ups we're meant to have all these restrictions and boundaries and all of that going on in our lives. But what I actually learned from the two weeks that I was there with my parents is that it's okay to nurture that inner child. And if you're not with your mum or not with your dad, or perhaps you didn't have great parents growing up, that inner child really needs to be nurtured. Whether you do that for yourself or you ask for that need to be met by somebody. So my Malaysia trip was eating Um, it was hanging out with my parents. It was just being a kid. And I really thoroughly enjoyed that. And I'm bringing up the kid stuff a lot because I've been seeing it a lot with clients, you know, healing the inner child, but also we've got Mother's Day coming up and that can also bring up a lot of things for people in a positive way or triggering way. And depending on wherever you're listening to this in the world and when you're listening, 
there's a Father's Day in June and there's a Father's Day in September, depending on where you are. So that inner child stuff and leaning into it is really, really important. So then I came back to New Zealand for three days. So literally came home, unpacked my bag of all the summer things, shoved winter stuff in, and then I made my way to America. I had some cool stories in America, Val. Yeah, because you used to go to America quite often and obviously like post-pandemic now you're able to travel more so yeah tell us about this trip because it was cool to see you back in LA yeah yeah so America was awesome so I because I hadn't been for a while there's always that anxiety when you sort of arrive at a new place and because my partner is still in New Zealand at the moment usually he's based there a lot so it's literally just me by myself arriving in LA normally he'd pick me up but I had to fend for myself (laughs) honestly traveling alone isn't for the faint-hearted I love it. Yeah. It's awesome, but it's like you really got to be switched on. And so I arrived in LA and, you know, immigration can give you a bit of a hard time in LA. You know, why are you here? How long are you here? This is my awesome story. So get to the immigration counters and it was a female immigration officer. And so she, you know, she looks at me and she goes, so, so why are you here in Los Angeles? And I said, well, I'm actually here for my work. I'm, I'm here to have some meetings around what I do. She said, oh, okay, so tell me more. So I said, well, I have an app. And I said, you know, I'm a, um, you know, I work with people. And she literally said to me, she said, you're not a medium, are you? And I said, well, yeah, I am. And she goes, oh, my God. She literally stood up. She pulled out all her, she's fully uniformed, pulled out all her crystals from her pocket to show me. She gave me a, like a serviette to write my app and my website. And she's like, I'm so excited for you. You're going to have such an amazing time. She's like, oh my God, I need to do my job. Hang on. So what, so have you got a return ticket? Have you got any food? She's like, just have a great time. That's so lucky. Cause usually it's often the other way. And especially if you're working, they want you to have, is it the Esther or different visas you need to have? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, which I had all of that, but she just was so. She's like, you're just so calming, and she said, I just love talking to you. We were talking for ages. That everybody must have been like, is this an interrogation? But she's standing up and laughing, and it was just. But what that taught me is that my vibration is so high at the moment that I'm attracting these people who are just allowing me to be me and coming out in my full expression. Because I rang my partner after that and said, I had this experience. And he laughed and he said, well, only you would have that experience. So then I got down, went and collected my bag, which was like just there. And I walked out of um, LAX and my phone wouldn't go on roaming. (laughs) So I was thinking, oh, this is great. How am I going to get an Uber to my Airbnb? So I got on the little bus because now there's a bus that you have to take to this Uber stand, which is kind of away from the airport. So I got on the bus and I sat down and then a, a Kiwi couple sat in front of me and I literally heard her go, oh, I just can't, I can't connect to roaming. And I was like, look, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not mean to eavesdrop, but neither can I. So I don't even know how I'm going to call an Uber because I've got no roaming. She gets Vodafone on the phone or One Network or whatever it's called now. And she puts it on speaker and we're both trying to roam. Her partner could roam. Got to the Uber stand and I'm still sitting there trying to, on the phone with Vodafone, trying to figure it out. 
So it was a real adventure, but ended up getting to my Airbnb. And so I spent the first couple of days alone in LA at an Airbnb and just walked around, went to Erewhon, ate all the delicious food. Erewhon. Erewhon. With their like $30 bottles of water. It's so crazy. (laughs) Well, I do this thing and this is just me. I just eat lunches because I've trained myself to do that. So for me, I was like, okay, if I'm going to spend money on eating, it's just one big meal anyway. So (laughs) whatever. Took me like an hour and a half to figure out how to walk to Erewhon without my roaming working properly. I had to stop and ask a million people. But if you've been to LA, people are really friendly and just talk, you'd stop and talk to you anyway. So um, so I stayed in Marina Del Rey, uh, did all that. And then I was there for some special projects, which I will be able to talk about more probably next time I, I speak to you. But um, I ended up going to Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. And um, I'd never been there before. It was literally like being in some beautiful movie set in America. I felt like I was watching like The Good Witch on Netflix or something. So that was a really exciting time. And so I met incredible people uh, and I met a a whole lot of healers and um, people who were really on the same wavelength. But another cool story is a few days before I left to America, like I just got back to New Zealand, I had this dream about the person that I was meeting there. And in the dream, her and I were painting sunflowers. And the spirit guide said to me, you need to pass her this message that she needs to connect with the sunflower energy. So I I told her about the dream and blah, blah, blah. So we both arrived in, in Colorado together and we were hungry. So we went to this amazing cafe and we were the only two in there. And we got to know the owners really well because it was like after hours for lunchtime. It was like three o'clock in the afternoon. They closed at like two. And this girl walks in with this T-shirt with hand-painted sunflowers on it and so the lady that I was with looked at me and she's like oh my god those are the hand-painted sunflowers and so we just kept seeing sunflowers everywhere and then my last day before coming back to New Zealand I went to Marshall's so Marshall's is like an outlet store with lots of clothes and um, there was the exact same hand-painted t-shirt that the girl in Colorado was wearing so we ended up buying one each and so now we have these amazing sunflower t-shirts so there was just lots of interesting synchronicities um, and But if you haven't been able to travel and you're thinking about it, just go because you can't get time back. I've changed since the travel. I feel like travel gives you a whole new perspective. It gives you a whole new appreciation. It enables you to embrace diversity. Yes, travel is one of those things. It's like, I think for a lot of people right now, maybe with the cost of living, it's a tricky one. But if you can, and or you might look back fondly. I know I was actually chatting with a friend recently about how, you know, I look back on this time. I think it was 2019 where I did a lot of travel. You know, it's such a fun time and you look back really fondly and maybe your life's changed and you're not really doing that as much or you're not you know, you're not able to just go off, but it was just such a really cool time of, oh yeah, I'm going to go here and I can do this and meet up with these people. And I think the world's just changed a little bit. And I think people's lives are a bit different where we don't just do that as easily anymore. And I think people are just in general also, you've got to evaluate your own personal circumstances. But in general, I think people are just a bit fearful to travel after everything that's occurred. And I mean, that's why I had a bit of anxiety going, because what's the world out there like now? I don't know. But I can say from the experience that I had, it was really amazing to be able to go and see the world again and connect with new people. And they are like, you know, from a soul blueprint level, which is what I do, 
you know, these kind of experiences enrich your soul. And it doesn't have to be big international travel. You could just go somewhere else and have a change of scenery, change of energy. Uh, when I did the energy forecast for the year at the end of last year, April was about expansion and overseas experiences and all of that happening. So I found it really interesting when I looked back at the monthly breakdown that I did, that even though I travel, not everybody did, it was that everyone's kind of traveling outside of themselves to figure out what they want and what they're doing and gain these experiences to come back to themselves again, which, you know, I feel like a new version of me is emerging and being able to express myself. Yeah. When we spoke at the start of the year, it was very much, uh, you know, things will take uh, easing into it and then things will really pick up. Where do you see things at now? What's happening with the energy at the moment as we're looking forward to the next few months from now? So, you know, we've got this eclipse season going on at the moment. And, you know, when we're recording this, it's pretty much an eclipse time. And so the month of May also, we've got a lunar eclipse. So with that type of energy, it's really a lot of shadow sides are coming out of us. But that's not a bad thing, because I really picked up that around May, we're going to be moving through a lot of our restrictions and boundaries that are not serving us. Like usually when we talk about boundaries, we're talking about boundaries that serve us, that are protecting us in some way or preserving our energy. But the month of May with the lunar eclipse, we're looking at removing self-imposed restrictions. And it's becoming more the next few months after that, this time of real vitality for our relationships. And I feel, I'm feeling quite a lot of, there's going to be something to celebrate, which is really nice because we're all, like even I know with me, things going on in the background, there's stuff that's going to be coming out that will be exciting for me. And, and as I've been seeing clients, I know they're all kind of waiting for this moment to be able to shine. And I just feel like we're coming out truly to be who we are in the next few months. But this eclipse energy can be really, really intense, but they are powerful portals to be able to set new intentions. So the communication that you have with yourself, not just with other people, really, really powerful at the moment, because I've been noticing that there's a real purging going on. Like people are wanting a lot more clarity. So they might be looking after their bodies better or like world meditation day is coming up soon. And it's really coming back to that connection with ourselves. So I actually feel this next few months are very, very positive for us in terms of our growth, in terms of our expression, in terms of our healing, in terms of our relationships. And people are making decisions on relationships to be more vulnerable now to really see where it can go before they make a decision to call it or to commit even further. And I'm seeing that quite a lot with clients at the moment where the guidance has been you need to give this a good go so that you know for yourself that this is it or you want to commit further. So you're going to be getting a lot of information and clarity. It's very earthbound energy, meaning the practical steps that you're taking over the next few months are going to be really important for your spiritual journey in the long run which is creating awareness for yourself, understanding what, why things are happening for you. I'm actually really super excited over about the next few months. There will be some personal challenges, of course, but it's all going to be moving through us rather than staying there and stagnating. Still to come, we discuss examples of these self-imposed boundaries, which may not be serving us in ways to tweak them in order to thrive. We'll be back after a quick break. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. First, you talked about boundaries. And a lot of the time when we talk about boundaries, it's, you know, like you said, things that are good for us and things that a lot of us struggle to put in place, but we, we try, um, it has a better impact on ourselves and everything in our lives. But what do you mean, what are some examples of those boundaries maybe self-imposed on ourselves, which aren't working so well? Yeah, so the things that I see most often in clients is the boundaries that are not serving you uh, when you are not truly being who you are, when you're not truly honoring what you need and you're doing that from a place of protection what I find is that people are mostly on survival mode they're on fight or flight mode which then causes burnout because you are getting to this point where I've been just fending things off and I've been doing for other people and I haven't really been focusing on my needs but you're doing that because there's a fear and a protection of what if no one wants to fulfill my needs? What if nobody actually wants to love me and give me what I want? So it's better for you to be, this is in the body, it's better for you to set boundaries around not receiving or accepting love because it's safer for you that way. And this is how I feel it in the body too. Like I recently had a client and beautiful girl in her mind so desperately wanted a, a relationship. But what I could see in her past life blueprint and I didn't know anything about her, I said to her, okay, so do you have a sister? She said, I do. And I said, give me the name of your sis sister. She said, I've got two sisters. So she gave me two names. And I, I said, it's that the one sister. that, And I gave the name. That's the one I'm seeing in the past life before. I said, you've been a mother to that sister before. And I said, there's some relationship switch between you and that sister in this life. And I said, you had to be a mother to that sister you've got now. And that sister had another baby that you had to look after them all. And I said, so there's a lot of healing to do with that relationship. And she said, can I tell you something? I said, sure. She said, my sister was raised as my sister, but she's actually my mother. So what happened was the sis this, this girl, my client, was raised with her mother as a sister, but not as a mother, because that woman had her very, very young, and she was being told to, we don't tell anybody that, that she's had a baby, this is, you're just siblings. So why I'm telling you this is the boundary that she set for herself is that I can't truly be myself because I've been rejected from birth. I can't even tell people who everyone really is in my life. But we all have a different story to why we set boundaries. And I've noticed that in my own relationship, Belle, like, yeah, after my mother-in-law passed away, things have changed dramatically because everyone's hearts are open and we've seen like this is what can happen and well, this is what will happen in life. We're all going to pass away at some point. So those boundaries that are self-imposed restrictions are really starting to drop away and we're not being in survival mode so much, but more receptive to possibility mode, because that's going to prevent the burnout in the long run of I'm just exhausted, I'm having a breakdown, my adrenals are screwed, I, you know, we've been trained to live like that from caveman days when we're fending off the tigers and the lions and the bears, but we don't need to live like that anymore. I want to touch on that burnout thing in a moment because I think that's a space a lot of us, I know for myself recently, 
and I'm working through it, you know, but a lot of us end up in that. Do you mean with the boundaries that maybe aren't helpful? It's letting, not letting people in or not opening yourself up to love or help or like acceptance. Because, you know, boundaries are meant to be set up to protect you. But then those things you think you're protecting yourself. Is that what you're meaning? That's absolutely what I'm meaning because we can set good boundaries that are protecting us, but we also set spiritual boundaries which are based on experiences that we've had because life is about letting go of experiences and accumulating the positive ones that serve us. So the self-imposed boundaries are the ones that require the true spiritual awareness of like, why am I not getting what I want when I've protected myself in this way or I'm putting myself out there because there's something internally with you that is not opening you up to the possibilities of receiving. These are my two mantras at the moment, which relates to the boundary thing. I pay myself first. I pay myself first. So that's not just financially. That is in the morning rather than serving everybody else. What am I going to do for myself first? And the other one is I have no expectations. I actually have to literally tell myself that so that I'm not let down in some way or disappointed. And I noticed with those two mantras that are reiterated within me and vibrating in my soul, the opening to possibility has come through even more. And I know that the boundaries that I said of keeping certain people at arm's length has dropped because I'm now meeting people who see me for who I really am. And so you are always a reflection of who you are meeting and the experiences that you have. You might not like the experiences that you're having, but they're telling you about something within you. And that would be the boundaries and the self-imposed restrictions that you need to work on over the next few months. Yeah, there's a lot there. So it's basically like you're saying, if you can let go and be open, then you'll receive rather than fending off what you think, oh, no, I need to protect myself from this type of person or this person in my life or whatever. But you still need to have, it's a tricky one because it's like you still need to have boundaries from those things to keep yourself, you know, but then at the same time opening up. It's a lot to work out really, isn't it? But it's it's really interesting, yeah. It is, but it's a balancing thing. Like I know from the expansion that I feel in my heart space as to I don't actually need to put a lot of boundaries around me anyway because I'm vibrating at a rate that's going to give me everything that I want because I'm not walking around anymore because I had to tell myself off, you know, every so often because I'm like, oh, everybody just wants something from me and I just can't go anywhere. It was like I was putting these boundaries that was restricting myself from having beautiful experiences because the boundaries were too overkill. Mm. But when I opened myself up and was like, this is what I want, this is who I am, I didn't have to start putting those big, massive boundaries around me anymore because the universe was just delivering people that truly resonated with my soul. And that's the spiritual difference between that can only come from your spiritual journey. But Absolutely. We do need to set, set boundaries around like our time and paying ourselves first and not having expectations. Those are logical, practical boundaries. But because we go into the spiritual realm, because that's my work, it's like your receptivity is changing in order for you to bring in more of what you want and the people that you want, which then you'll find you're not actually missing out on things that you could possibly be getting because you're going oh my god I'm just going to meet jerk guys or there's no job out there for me that's going to pay me the $108,000 that I want a year maybe the possibility is there if I just open myself up to that 
And then from there, you can make an informed decision like, okay, I obviously need to do a bit more work in this area because, you know, I've invited in a jerky guy or a, a job opportunity that's not quite for me or whatever. And then you use that information to tweak your boundaries. But eventually, you get to this point where you don't actually logically need to set boundaries anymore because you're vibrating at an at a energy that is just giving you what you want and what you need. Because obviously you can do some work with someone to find out what it is for you, but for someone listening right now and just starting to work out well, what is that boundary perhaps that I need to, what are some things they could start thinking about in terms of working out what it is for them, you know? So the first thing I would do is honor the, the mantra that I've been saying to myself, which is I pay myself first. So you might want to write that down and journal about it. What does that mean? So you could start off logically, financially, okay, I'm going to take 10% of my pay and pay myself first before I pay everything else and all my bills. And then after that, what is it that you're doing for yourself every day? Because that time that you give yourself, that self-love that you give yourself is actually increasing your vibration to receive because you're not depleting yourself or depriving yourself of that love that everybody needs from themselves. So that would be a really easy way to figure out initially how you can pay yourself. But from there on, when you're looking at where am I restricting myself look at I look back on my days even with the clients that I said I will look at what I've learned from that day I'll be like oh that's really interesting that person brought that up because that's a reflection of something going on in my life and you can do that in your day-to-day -day life because it's about being aware because one of the experiences that I had when I was in Los Angeles is I went to Michael Beckwith's Sunday Easter service and so Michael Beckwith is a, a reverend, but he's a reverend of all faiths. So when you go to a service, he's everything. It's not a religious thing. It's a spiritual kind of event. And so when I was there, I could see, I felt so seen because he welcomes everybody into his arena and he says, okay, stand up if you're new here. And there wasn't very many people new there. Obviously he fills up his congregation for lack of a better word every week with similar people and people literally are embracing you, welcoming you. And I knew that I was meant to be there being welcomed for who I am without being rejected in any way because I hadn't set boundaries like, oh my God, everybody wants something from me. These people here to give me, to give me love, to give me information, to give me wisdom. And so that's how you look at your experience and go, wow, I can see how loving things are coming towards me. So it's just about, you don't have to do anything big. It's just pay attention. Pay attention to where you could be stopping yourself. Even when I was dating in my 20s, I remember going out and a guy comes up to me and he said, you're really pretty, but you should smile more because it looks like you don't oh. want anyone to talk to you. Gosh. And I, I took that as a bit of a rejection, but I also thought, you know, there's actually a message in that because I was putting out an energy of like, I wanted to meet someone at the time. But I knew in me that there must be a bit of a go away energy. Yeah. And he, he kind of faced, made me face that. And I was in my head going, oh my God, like your reaction. Well, it's one of those comments that like you often hear like men telling women how to act. And it's like, oh, you'd be pretty if you smiled more. And it's like, shut up. But I, I understand what you mean from that experience. There was something where, yeah, like I'm giving that tough sort of don't 
don't talk to me kind of vibe yeah yeah and I knew that because everything in my life is always lessons always learning so I never look at things like someone's telling me what to do I look at it as like that's interesting that someone has said that to me they don't necessarily need to be right but it depends on how I feel in my body of whether I've had a response to that and go oh my god he's right or she's right or whatever to go maybe that's something that I should look at. It's like when people come to me, I may be very strong in my guidance with them. They don't have to listen, but it can be confrontational to go, shit, actually, yes, that is something in me that I need to work on if I want to get this or want to earn more or whatever. So it's about being aware of what you're receiving. We live in a world where we're always on the defense and always just so defensive of everything. But what if we actually just sat back and surrendered and thought, I'm paying myself first anyway. I don't have any expectations. Um, I'm just going to go into this opportunity or this experience. And that's what I did with LA. I was like, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I have no expectations. And because of that, I had the most amazing time and met the most amazing people because I didn't set self-imposed boundaries of like, okay, I'm just going to do this and this and then that's it. I was just like saying yes to all the opportunities that came. Yes, I'll take you out for lunch or yes, whatever, you know, so met the most incredible people because of that receptivity and openness because it was like anything could be possible Mm. when you haven't restricted yourself yeah that's an interesting one too I love that you know not having because when you do have expectations and I've heard a lot of discussion about this recently is you know if you have expectations you often just get let down so it's a fine balance isn't it so how do you how do you live in that space I think that's really good but also you know if you're wanting to what's the balance between that and wanting to create things in your life or achieve things, you know, where's the fine line? Is it as long as you're doing things to lead you to that place? Yeah, it's like um, the month of May, like I mentioned, is this year is very earthbound doing things towards your dreams. And it's it's because we're in that energy now of like working towards our dreams, because this year is really about the discipline and getting things done. And so that doesn't mean that, you know, when you're not having expectations, it doesn't mean that you're just, you know, giving up and just not doing anything. Absolutely work towards what you want, but don't put so much pressure on the result that it's actually going to work to your detriment. Like do things for the experience, do things for what it teaches you, do things for I'm who knows what I'm going to meet, who I'm going to meet or what I'm going to learn, rather than, oh my God, if I do this, I need to get this and this and this out of it and he needs to do that and that and that just relax a bit more about that sure I understand if you're listening to this and you've got a big business and you need to meet certain financial goals you do need to have goals in place but the expectation of the spiritual side of things is like I trust myself I trust that I'm doing this for a reason because that actually takes the pressure off what you're trying to manifest or align with in the world. So it's all a real fine balance. But this year, definitely pursue your goals, pursue what you want, but just be a bit more relaxed in the terms of that has to happen. What am I learning from this? Who am I meeting? Ah, I can see what's possible now. Because since I've come back overseas, I can just see all this possibility and clarity that I didn't have before I left because I just went like, okay, I'm just going to get there. I know I've got these meetings. I'll go to those. And then from there, I'll just say yes to things if that feels right for me and just see what happens. So go with the flow as well as having those things in place that you're needing to work towards. Always a balancing act. We're at this time of the year where, you know, you might've started and feels fresh and now we're into the thick of it and things can sort of 
feel a little bit messy and a bit scattered and you people are feeling a bit tired and burnt out. And it is that tricky thing of trying to keep going, be patient and just feel positive. Are you picking up on that a lot at the moment of people are just in the grind a lot? Because that's something I'm seeing as well. And it just feels like a lot of people are very burnt out and overwhelmed at the moment. I mean, it's that getting to that mid-year pressure, like, oh my God, we're six months into the year or five months into the year or whatever it is. And it's like, oh my God, I've got only got another six months to go before the year ends. I need to do my things. But that's again, questioning yourself, am I on survival and panic mode? Like I need to get everything done because you can still get stuff done without that energy. You can still get stuff done because I'm passionate about it. That's the other thing. Like we should be doing things because we are passionate about it. And sure, we have to do stuff that we don't like, but find a reason why you do want to do it. Reframe it as to why you want to do it because that will take the burnout pressure. Because I notice that people burn out because I have to do this. It's an obligation. It needs to be done. Uh, I need to be part of the grind. We're actually all, society has trained us to be that way. So we need to unwind that and the patient word that you talked about. I mean, that's been so hard for me as well, being someone who is disciplined and driven. But we do need to be more patient with ourselves, which is a form of exercising self-love. It's like, I'm just going to relax about this because that's when things happen. You, When you do stuff and then you relax about it, you actually are giving space for things to come in where you're just putting the pressure on. Think of it in a relationship. If you want to marry a man and you're putting the pressure on, he's probably going to run for the hills. But if you just sort of mention it and these are the reasons why I want to and why I love you and blah, 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 and then just chill a bit. And then you speak when you when you feel like you need to, but you don't need to just keep hammering at home. Like I have a rule with my partner for myself, and this is, one of my own self boundaries, I say things once and I say things when I I mean it, but I don't nag. And I just allow things to be because I just have to trust that he has heard me and that he will do the right thing by me. So I, I have set quite nice boundaries for myself around that where I'm not pressuring myself or anyone I'm in a relationship with, but you've got to do what works for you and your relationship. Because often when I see men as clients, that's one thing they talk about. It's like, I just feel like I'm not good enough that I have to change for her. So the things that you were saying before, like a man telling us what they want from us, sure, they do. But they're also, it's a reflection as well because they're feeling it on on their part as well. So that's why I knew that comment when I was 25 or whatever it was, you know, I just wanted to tell you, so you're really attractive, but smile because you're going to attract a guy more. And I was like, shit. And I did. That's when I just started dating more because I was like, oh, I'm being more approachable. This mid-year time, sure, there's going to be things coming up with all the lunar cycles and things that are happening with this eclipse season and Mother's Day, Father's Day, all of those things. But there is a lot of ex- uh, progress and expansion. There is going to be you're going to feel seen and recognized in your own way. And that's what we all want. We all want people to see us and know who we are without having to feel like we're protecting ourselves or we can't show people who we truly are. And I just feel like we're all getting upgraded spiritually. And that's part of the purging, eating lighter, drinking more water, being more conscious about what we're putting in our body, what we're doing for ourselves. I think rather than freaking out about where we are in the year, Use it as an opportunity to focus on what you want, release the self-imposed restrictions by being aware of what they are, checking on yourself. Am I in fight or flight mode, which I have been in for so long and I didn't realize like I have to do, do, do. And then I get fed up 
and after a period of time, like, oh God, I've done all that. Don't talk to me, leave me alone. I want you to go. But I'm not operating in that system anymore. I'm operating from a place of, I pay myself first, I have no expectations and I'm just working towards my dreams. That's all we've got time for. You can hear the rest of this conversation in part two, where we delve further into fight or flight and tips to get ourselves and keep ourselves out of the burnout state. Sounds good, doesn't it? And we chat about the inner child work we can all do, plus more of what's happening energetically and for us to focus on. Part two of this Love Lessons conversation will be out next Monday if you're listening in real time. And support the Self Love Club. One of the most helpful ways you can do this is to make sure that you're subscribed or following on your podcast app. Just hit subscribe, hit follow now if you haven't already. Also select automatic downloads and leave us a five-star rating. And if you're enjoying listening, write us a kind review. This all helps other people find us and in the charts. Plus, send the link to your friends, someone you think you'll enjoy listening to this, send it into the girls group chat. And follow us on Instagram where you can watch videos of this conversation and keep up with all of our content. It's at Self Love Club Podcast. I'm at Belle Crawford, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. And join our private Facebook group. Details for all of these with links are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5 a.m. New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Ellie the most. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.